Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Wizard World Lorecast. Join us as we take a deep dive into the lore of the fantastical world of the Harry Potter universe. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizard and World Lorecast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and always with me is my good friend, Nina. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, it's it's going. Doing, yeah. uh, doing those voiceover webinars are a lot of fun, I will say. Yeah? Learning... You've been learning a lot? Yes. Yes? Absolutely, I'm learning a lot. Oh, um, good doing a lot of new vocal like exercises before i do my shows now so i'm like you know like my muscles are good and ready to go talking a lot and i've been drinking like over a liter of water now every day that's good everyone should drink a lot of water every day so thanks to that i've been drinking a lot more water because hydrating your throat actually doesn't like None of the sugar or anything will create phlegm, so you can talk mm-hmm. longer. And that was my problem when I first started these shows, because I had a lot of phlegm because I drank nothing but, like, caffeinated drinks. Well, live and learn. Caffeinated drinks aren't too bad, but definitely um, drink that water. And yes, Kevin, um, honey can help. It depends on the honey, though. Um, I did learn in the, sim- uh, in the webinar, some honey can help, but a lot of honey, because there's so much added sugar to it, can actually result in the opposite effect. Um, mm-hmm. I do Get that need... local honey. Yeah, local honey will definitely local help. Um, there is uh, this Chinese herbal, like, um, uh, throat lozenges that he, uh, Steve Bloom recommends, uh, which I do need Ooh. to uh, order. They are on Amazon, so I need to order those because they actually will coat your throat um to where you would be better for longer sessions so days like this like every wednesday i do (laughs) every wednesday i gotta pop a couple (laughs) yep so there we have it so let's get right into this day's episode so today we are revisiting our last revisit topic um Mm -hmm. that i did a while back um which is the bobaton's academy of magic and you might heard of this academy of magic because it's in goblet of fire both the film and the book Yes, and it definitely is. It's a great school, and uh, you'll learn some fun facts on the behind-the-scenes stuff with this school, too. 
um, that was completely different that was showcased in the film than what it, what is actually is in the books. Ooh, excited to hear those. And um, yes, I will shoot you a link. Um, I need I need to get the link, but I will give you the link of what the throat lozenges are. I want to try them myself, mm-hmm. and he does say it helps a lot because he always have them when he goes into recording sessions. So natural remedies are always the better remedies. And yeah, I will stand by that. And I am definitely one of those people. I'd much rather drink honey and tea when I have a sore throat than take any type of medication because it works so much better. Right. Yes. <laughs> so to get right into it, Bill Baton Academies of Magic, uh, which is a French wizarding school located in the Pyrenees Mountains of southern France, is one of the three largest wizarding schools in Europe, the other two being Hogwarts and Durmstrang. Which we did cover earlier. Hogwarts we covered way back. We didn't revisit that one because there was no necessary for me to do that because it was one of the first episodes I did. But Mm Durmstrang, we just did that last week and we revisited that one. Yes. So the school took many of its wizarding students from France as well as large numbers from the Spain and Portugal and Netherlands. uh, Luxembourg and Belgium. It is unknown as students from other countries were allowed. Hmm. So, you know, all the countries near France. Right. So No type of ex- foreign exchange students seems like it's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school's coat of arms consists of two golden wands crossed over another, each shooting three stars. It's pretty. It is a very like pretty. That. It is a very pretty yes. coat of arms. Yes, it is very pretty. Um, So getting to the history of the school. Founded sometime before 1290s, uh, Bobaton was many noteworthy students over the years. Most prominent were Nicholas Fomel, the alchemist famed for discovering the philosopher, and his wife, uh, Perinel. 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 Yeah, that, her. <laughs> words. Words are hard. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if you didn't know, Nicholas Fomel did graduate and attended Bobaton's Academy of Magic. Which makes sense because, you know, the time we actually see him on screen Mm -hmm. is during Fantastic Beasts, which is set in the 1920s of Paris, France. Yes. Which is also going to be the set location for Epic Universal for the the new park down in Florida. That was uh, launching next year. Yes. So you'll be be able to see that in real life as much as you do in fictional that's I wonder if they're going to have something for Femel over there. Uh, from all the leaks and everything, um, they are. And so far, mm. all the leaks have been true. So, yes! um Yeah, so as far as I kn- we know, um, his house will be there and displayed. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming we probably should be able to go into it, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, there mm-hmm. hasn't been any mention of that. Or it could be an interactive thing. They might do something like that again and maybe connect it to a shop of some sort. Who knows? Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, because that's what they did for Ollivanders um in Hogsmeade, mm-hmm. or it was Hogsmeade, now it's in Diagon Alley, uh, if you go to Wizarding World. Um where the front entrance where you would actually like, you know, set into the movie, go in into Ollivanders, you have a whole interactive wand thing, but the back mm-hmm. half of the shop uh is the storefront where you buy the merch and stuff like that. That's so cool. I like that. It's it's smart. Universal knows just, what they're doing when it comes to the heck park yeah. design. Absolutely. <laughs> Put a lot um, of thought into it. 
So apart from the finales, uh, famous ex-students of Bobatons include Vincent uh, Duc de Truffle Pacuse, who escaped from the terror uh, by casting a consumer charm on his own neck and pretending that his head had already been cut off. Luke Minifluel, the infamous pastry maker and muggle poisoner in Fleur Delacour, who fought in the world-famous Battle of Hogwarts, married Bill Weasley, and was awarded medals of bravery from both the French and British Ministries of Magic. Uh, Opalie Maxime, headmistress in the mid-1990s, was, in spite of her pro situations of to the country a half giantess clever elegant and undeniably all inspiring she really was in the film they casted her magnificently oh my god they they in, in the, the film, film they casted her perfectly in the film yes absolutely oh, um she was she was a picture of grace and elegance just and oh, being yeah. a giantess too oh it was just wonderful right and if you don't know she makes terrible offense of haggard um asking about like are you <laughs> giant and she freaks out on him and then you get to the next book because that's in uh goblet of fire when you get to haplet prince or not haplet prince um order of the phoenix and with hagrid and hagrid when he goes to um try to recruit the giants on mm -hmm. dumbledore's side madame maxime is with him because she is half giant yes. just like hagrid yeah, she, she it was probably a defense mechanism because giantists were well, they not good. well. They were like, also they considered were "quote unquote" half breeds, which a lot of the yeah. pure blood families in the wizard world don't like. That yeah, they all have a bias against it, prejudice against half blood. But yeah, it's sad that she has to deny who she is just because of how her surroundings and how she grew up. Right. So, um, Bopatons participated in the Triwizard Tournament and was held in 1792, and the tournament that was held in 1994. During the 1792 tournament, one of the tasks involved catching a cockatrice. However, the beast went on a rampage and injured three of the judges. One that was injured at the time was the head of Bopatons. Mm -hmm. uh, in the 1994 tournament, Fleur was selected school champion and finished in fourth place behind the other three contestants. During the 1994 uh, tournament Madame Maxime served at head of the academy yeah she she was last because it's be perfect she was not built for the triwizard tournament like at all no. why she participated why she put her name in the goblet was beyond me but she was not built for that tournament no no she really struggled with it you could see that throughout the whole, uh, yeah. whole i mean she got past the dragon okay cool but then the last two tasks is where she kind of dipped yeah, she, she, putting her sister in there in the lake too—that was a low blow. Well, I mean, they put Ron, her, Hermione, and um, who was the fourth? It was Ron, Hermione? Oh, uh, Cho. Yes, Cho. Cho, and then um, Fleur's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess to me it's because it's family. Yeah. yeah, to me it's family more so than friendship. And that hits a little differently. That's yeah. the only way I can see it being yeah. different. Yeah, that's true too. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, it's just funny though, going back to that scene in the books. What we don't see this in the in the film, but in the books, you find out that none of them were actually in true danger. 
Nope. <laughs> because Dumbledore actually somehow Dumbledore speaks Merfolk, by the way, on land. Because, you know, if you hear Merfolk above land, it's like screeching and terrifying pain sounds. And yeah. somehow Dumbledore speaks it. And it's like, what? Um <laughs> kind of like speaking whale. <laughs> yeah, right, yes, exactly. Um, and turn to find out that none of them were actually in true immediate danger whatsoever. Yeah. No. But yeah. because of the illusion of that they were, Harry was able to get second place. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So, I, it worked out that way, but yeah, none of them were truly in danger. No. Yeah. So, in the 19, or 1927, uh, French Wizarding newspaper, Le, okay, La Trie de la Gargoli. I, excuse, I don't speak French. If you haven't noticed already, I don't speak yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know much French. Uh, reported yeah. a potion, a uh, potion scandal involving Bobaton students. So oh, there was a scandal with Bobaton. The... Uh, I'm assuming love potion. Oh, maybe that's what I'm assuming. I who knows? I don't know. Hard to say. Okay. Maybe okay, it had something to do with okay, the muggle Kevin, poisoner. Kevin in the chat is speaking French, and I know bonjour. I know bonjour. I know that's like hello, but I don't know anything else in that. That's over my head. I'm sorry. Appreciate the effort, but we're not going to be able to read it. I know bonjour. That's the only word I know. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then now we have to the castle on grounds. So the palace of Bobatons was a beautiful chateau surrounded by majestic gardens and fountains magically created out of the surrounding mountains. The school looked very impressive despite having stood for over 700 years. Wow. Hogwarts is still older. True. Well, the Hogwarts castle was already there before the school was there. So. Yeah. The school I mean, was never, like, truly wasn't built by the four founders of Hogwarts. They just renovated the, sc- the the castle to be a school. I feel like castle and palace, though, in this context are built differently. You can't really do much damage to stone, where a palace built with, like, French architecture had a lot more wood and, like, mm. gold and stone and everything into it. So it being really nice for that long is pretty That's cool. impressive. It's very impressive. But there's mm-hmm. also magic. All right. You know what? I was trying to look at it in a muggle perspective, but it's fine. <laughs> You're right. Be amazed in other I ways. Know. It's so impressive, but there's magic yes. in this world. So, <laughs> very true. Um, so, in the dining chamber, wood nymphs uh, serrated the students when they ate. And at Christmas, the hall was adorned with a great glittering, non melting ice sculptures. So, it's all fancy. It's all fancy. It is very magical sounding, like like a fairy forest magical. That's all I can imagine it. Oh, yeah. So, so it is pretty. said that Stunning Castle, that the Stunning Castle and the grounds of this prestigious, prestigious school were part funded by Alchemist Gold for Nicholas and Prunel Fomel met at Bobaton, so the youth, you know, med, med, Magnificent. Magnificent fountain in the middle of the school's park believed to have healing and beautifying properties was named after them oh they're the couple of ages 
right? Of the ages. They were school, school sweethearts, just like, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, most of the couples we see in the Wizarding World were school sweethearts. True. I think it has to do with being based around school anyway, but... That, yes. and also, you know, you're in the school all year round, except for, like, the holiday. Yeah, you definitely build stronger relationships and connections at that time. Yeah. They're all the time. They're literally boarding school, so obviously you're going to get a lot more couples that way. Rather than mm-hmm. um, what we have in the U.S. with public schools, where you go home after the end of every single day. Yeah, which isn't bad either. No, no, it's not. No. But Mm-mm. forming couple relationships is a lot easier when you're around them twenty four seven rather 24/7. than being, being only around them like six to seven hours a day. True, only five days a week, <laughs> and only five days a week. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, but with that being said, we're going to take a quick mid break, and we will be right back. Wow. All right, welcome to the middle show where we talk about everything but the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of the wizard world. Here, I want to thank everybody uh, supporting the show and listening. I appreciate every one of you. And uh, if you want to help support the show, you can go to a few different options of doing that. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash wizard world lorecast where you can get at three episodes or even join us once a month at the end of the each month of topic of your choice. You can support us on Apple and Spotify. Leave a five-star review on Apple with some words. Read that out of the next time on the show. As well as a nice Spotify comment, which we don't have any this week, but that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can also find us on various discords. You can go to the uh, Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my own Discord server, the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord. Uh, Links for those are provided in the description below. Uh, To where you can interact with us, uh, especially... Uh, since at the end of every episode we have a quizzing world uh, question so yes go go to the discord answer those questions and we'll shout those out at the end of every episode mm-hmm. um and then other than that you can find me on my other shows the holocron histories star wars canon versus legends the final fantasy lore cast and the witcher lore cast all part of robots radio and on both those discord servers so you can go check those out there and you can go to twitch.tv slash bin of tamaria uh and go follow and get notified when i go live to go help me get affiliate status right now i'm not even kidding i'm at 2.89 out of three so hopefully with today's episode um i will wake up tomorrow morning get an email saying i'm affiliate so if i'm affiliate by the time you hear this episode go subscribe yes come hang out it's come hang out in the discord there's a lot of fun gifts in there that crack me up oh my gosh yes there's been so oh. much going on and <laughs> i will say our discord has like exploded mm-hmm. in this last couple of months it's been great seeing it's all, wonderful seeing all the people coming in and talking everything wizard world is it, is just so great to see this show explode um yeah i'm so exa- uh, excited for the future for it um but that's all I have for the event break. Uh, do you have anything else to add? Nope, I got nothing. All right. Well, let's get right back to it. All right. And hey, 
it's okay if Nina doesn't work because as far as I see that I was told, I have six viewers right now. So that's all that <laughs> matters right now. As long as I'm over that average of three, that's all that matters to me. Because <laughs> once I hit yeah, affiliate, I stay affiliate. I don't, I don't lose affiliate status. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's the only so away. with Twitch, you lose a partnership. If you become a partner, you can lose your partnership status, but you don't lose mm. affiliate status. You stay affiliate. All right, that's fair. So um, now we are going into some traditions of Bobatons. So, students and staff were transported by the use of Bobaton's carriages. The carriages were light blue and pulled by a dozen winged horses. Beautiful. And by the way, these horses are freaking massive. Beautiful. They are beautiful oh. horses, but they are freaking massive. They remind me of those work horses. And oh, for the life of me, I don't know. Oh, I know. What you're, you're talking about like the Budweiser. Uh, yes, horses. those big. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, <laughs> Stout, uh, uh, Cladales. Thank you. Thank you. Because this is telling me draft horse. I'm like, that's wrong. That, that, Clyde, yes, yeah, Clydesdale. Clydesdale, yes. <laughs> yes. Or, um, or Percheons and Shires can also be heavier than Clydesdales, too. But okay. either way. Yeah, okay. Clydesdales is what I think of because yes. you know, it's the Budweiser horses that, that those are the horses they use for the Budweiser commercials back in the day mm -hmm. yes beautiful horses so despite being used as transportation by Bobatons, traveling in a Braxian horse-drawn giant carriage the size of a house was a breach of the international statute of secrecy <laughs> the Braxian horses only drank single malt whiskey Ooh, my kind of horse <laughs> so these horses only drink whiskey that's wonderful that's how they got big and strong. That is I'm your just kidding. That's giant not how that tab works. for the entire forever. <laughs> That's a big ad. That is a big tab. Holy that definitely crap. Is. I don't want to know how much that costs because whiskey's already expensive by the single freaking bottle. I don't want to know. Gives new meaning to a watering hole and the calling saloons watering holes. Oof. Well, I mean, they would have to make an entire leg made literally of single malt whiskey for them just to graze. Well, magic. I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so the students of Belvaton's Academy were taught to stand in attention from their headmistress entered the room, only sitting down when she sat herself, showing their great respect for her. Love that. I love that. I don't, it's something about that level of respect. When somebody walks in the room, everybody stands and waits and then sits down when they're seated. I don't know. That is mad respect. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, at the palace of Bobatons, they had ice sculptures all around the dining uh, chamber at Christmas. The ice sculptures didn't melt and were like statues of glittering diamond. According to Fleur Delacour, the food was served at the school uh, was superb with the choir of wood nymphs that ser serenaded students as they ate. So... It's a very fancy <laughs> Christmas time rather than Hogwarts standard Christmas with trees is, and everything. This is where I would want to go to school. Though, I'm sorry, I would I would miss the singing armored knights. <laughs> I would just miss that. Each other up too. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's all. That's just I love that oh, Hogwarts legacy. You're literally going down a freaking hall, and you just see two armored suits just beating the living crap out of each other, and one literally just explodes because he took too much damage. And I was like, oh, that just happened. It was the greatest find. It was one yeah, of my it is it is always hilarious. That is true, Kevin. That is yes. absolutely true. It's always hilarious. Or one's humming, and the other one just bangs it across the head with his mace or something like that oh it's great yeah it's it's great it's tired I love, of it i love the armored suits <laughs> yes so uh fleur also implied that bobaton valued ordered and did not amid mess as she claimed a poltergeist would be very quickly expelled out of the palace mm-hmm. so that is one good thing about bobatons they don't have to deal with poltergeist so if peas ever showed up they would immediately expel that expel him out of that castle in a heartbeat Again, this is where I would go to school. It would be at Bobatons. I would learn French just to go to the school. It just screams my aesthetic. That's all. My only thing is, like, the only thing that's keeping me wanting to go to the school is because I don't have to deal with peeves. See? I despise that freaking poltergeist with a passion. (laughs) Though, though, not as much as a pink son of a gun. Yes. And she would not be spies. at Bobaton. And she also, oh shoot, she would also be at Bobaton. Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. true. Oh no, this is very true. That's what I'm saying. Man. I don't know. Bobaton's is winning in my court because I'm. I don't really like practical jokes, so Peeves would just definitely get under my skin. And Peeves is more. It's much more than practical jokes. True. Yeah, he takes it a bit far. Too far yeah he's too far yeah anyway uh for the uniform the students uniforms were pale blue robes made of fine silk and they just live in luxury wearing silk all the time i just so it's very very nice yeah it's very nice all pretty it just speaks to my feminine side i think that's probably what it is (laughs) um so now we have their reputation rivalry uh so education at bobaton's academy was similar caliber of education at hogwarts um However, there were differences, such as Bobaton students taking their equivalent of our uh, ordinary wizarding levels in their sixth year rather than their fifth year, like the Hogwarts counterparts. Hmm. Typically, Bobaton's Academy enjoyed a very warm, cordial relations with Hogwarts, as even during the Triwizard Tournament, the two schools enjoyed a healthy rather than bitter rivalry. Bobaton's won the tournament 62 times, and Hogwarts won 63. The last of these tournaments, from 94 to 95, the relationship with Hogwarts was somewhat more strained due to the Lord Voldemort's servant placing Harry Potter's name in the Goblet of Fire, therefore uh, giving Hogwarts a second champion. Though the relationship did not become outright hostile, as individual Hogwarts and Bubba students remained friendly towards one another at some, even attended the Yule Ball with one another. Mm-hmm. Which is true. I mean, they're not... I mean, that was probably the most strain of the relationship between Hogwarts and Bobatons is be is from the Goblet of Fire Triwizard Tournament because the whole incident with Harry. Other yeah. than that, like they they have no reason to hate each other whatsoever. It's Mm-mm. it's a friend a friendly rivalry. Yeah, friendly competition, which is always healthy and good. Yes. Yes. Um, in addition, Madame Maxine returned to Hogwarts for Albus Dumbledore's funeral, demonstrating that their cordial relationship continued beyond between the schools. Yeah. Which we do see, we actually do see that in the film as well. Mm-hmm. Which yes. is super nice. Like... It was yes. super nice to see. 
Um, so a bit of etymology. Bobaton was likely derived from this French boba, uh, beau batons, literally translating to beautiful sticks. In French, uh, baguette is the word used for wand, and baton might be a reference to it, although it would be more likely translated to staff. Okay, the baguette really threw me off because now all I can picture is them holding a baguette and using it as a wall. I know it's wrong, and I'm sorry that the mental image is there. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. B-A-G-U-E-T-T-E. That's baguette, yes. Okay, Okay, I'm not not saying that wrong. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Just want to make sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're fine. Like I said, I don't know French. (laughs) I'm sorry for anybody who speaks French. I do not know French. (laughs) <laughs> um so last but not least we do have behind the scenes for the school so some bobaton students and madame maxime attended the final of the quidditch world cup in england in 1994 there's no bobatons like hogwarts has summer holidays in august and if they have if there was a regular option to stay at bobatons during the summer or if it was a special arrangement for the quidditch world cup only in the book, it suggested both male and female students of the school are relatively good looking. Mm-hmm. Good for them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in the UK and US audiobook editions of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the pronunciation of Bobaton sounds more French, as both uh, Stephen Fry and Jim Dale, respectively, not having pronounced the S at the end of the name, Pottermore confirms Fry's pronunciation styling as Bobaton. Mm hmm. Um, in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the God of the Fire, uh, Bobaton is incorrectly pronounced by Dumbledore, uh, as Bobaton, uh, Bobatons, uh, this appears mm-hmm. being error in the pronunciation of Dumbledore's behalf, er, behalf, seeing his, the French students pronounce it correctly. And that's how I pronounce it too, because that's all I've ever heard it as. True. Um, if you haven't caught me, I always say Bobaton, uh, Bobaton. I, I I switch between the two and it's yeah the in- it's French I don't know French I'm sorry <laughs> yeah uh this Bobaton's coat of arms is shown surrounded by golden lines with two gold wands on the top uh in the book the cross wands emit three stars each in the middle uh the entrance of all female students into the great hall of the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire film Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobaton is pictured as the films as an all-girls school, which is directly uh, contrast in the novel. At least four boys are in attendance in the book: in uh, Dav- uh, Dumont, Nicholas Flamel, Luke Minifil, and Lincent Dulitrefel Picuse were students in earlier decades, showing as a co-educational establishment is likely intended in the films as a contrast to the students of the Dumpstrang, who, in the film, are all male. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a parallel, it's a contrast thing with the Hogwarts being the co-ed, Dumpstrang being all male, Bobaton uh, is uh, all female. It's, it is just symbolism in the film, that's all they wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely, they didn't really have much standing. Um, and then uh, Gabriel Decor appears already to be a Bobaton, a Bobaton student. See, I keep saying Bobaton and Bobaton. 
Student catching herself. Um, the book does not specifically identify her as such, though she does come to Hogwarts with other Bobaton students. The Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollow reveals Gabrielle to be 11 by that point, making her the eight at the beginning of the Goblet of Fire. This suggests that the Bobaton students start school at a much earlier age than Hogwarts. Uh, than Hogwarts. Hmm. And the students of Bobaton likely buy their magical uh, or material like books and wands on place. I don't know how to say this. It's French. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's C A C H E E. I would say Kachi, but I know that's wrong. Kashi, 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 Kashi. I think that might yeah. be. Nice. I don't know. If you if you want to help us pronounce it later uh, in the Discord, by all means, top in our Please Discord. Do. It's great. Um, yes, but uh, that's what I have on Bopatons. Mm-hmm. I always did wonder why uh, Gabrielle De- Delacour even was a part of it because she was the only young one that was there. Correct. Even in the movie, like she was, I'm not. I could never figure out a proper reason why she would be allowed to go, even if it was her sister there. It just never really made any sense why they were so attached and she was allowed to come to that school where she would definitely be out of place. Yeah, I can tell you. I, who knows? Um, yeah. I, story plot. <laughs> I, yeah, story plot. Absolutely. Lore-based, I couldn't give you a reason um, why. <laughs> Lore-wise, probably the Delacours have some influence influence in the school probably i'd imagine could be um, i mean yeah maybe it's a big name over there could be but that, that's mm. the only thing i could think of um but yeah that, that's all i got um so before we go we do have our quizzing world uh quiz um so we do what was the question from last week last week the question was what bet do the weasley twins make with lugo bagman during the quidditch world cup just the bet, not the stakes. I got asked that question. I was just wanting to know what it was. Um, Hassle the Hoff and Terry the Table. Terrible. 73-57 didn't get it right. Ireland wins and Crumb catches the snitch. Which, they were right. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. They do. Uh, what, what, he was um, Bulgaria, right? Uh, was the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they were so far behind in points that even the 150 points from the snitch didn't. Nope. Didn't make a didn't difference. Didn't do it for him. Sabi. No unfortunately but that's what it was so um the question this week is uh, <laughs> i thought it was pretty fun in what order are the marauders presented on their map what is the proper order of their names Ooh. on the marauders map i know this so, one because i well for one i have the marauders map literally right here next to me <laughs> um and two um it literally had that like line memorized in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. So if you know what the proper order is, shoot it in our Discord. Um, shoot it in a Spotify comment. Shoot it in Apple Review, however you want to get a hold of us. And let me know. And I will let you know for sure next week if you get it right. Yeah. It's a lot. I love doing these quizzes. And it's so it's so it's much so fun. Much it's so fun. much fun. And, and yes. it, it sometimes it trips me up. It's like, oh, wait, what was that? And it yes. reminds me of stuff I've re- listened or reread or something mm-hmm. from the books or films. Yes. I'm going to give another shout out to Bjarne from Denmark for setting 
for giving us all this information. Uh, he does have a Quizzing World uh, Facebook page. You can find him on Instagram. Um, you can find him in our Discord. He's very active in there as well. But I am extremely, extremely grateful that he reached out. And he's like, hey, I got this idea that I want to share with you. Oh, it's been so much fun. Yeah, so it's thank been great. you. It's been great. But yes. um, yeah, so that's what we have for this week's uh, Wizarding World lore cast. So thank you for listening. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can find us on the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord. You can also find us on Twitter at www.lorecast and even email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com. <laughs>